Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Chunky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. Wherever you may be, you can take us on the go. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network presented by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber? Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. Later this hour, going to give you a chance to win some tickets to go see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper in Rob concert. Rob Zombie singing right now behind also, us. Also, Pixies and Modest Mouse. Mm, very good. Feels like we're at HFS when we give away that, that is Modest true. Mouse my buddy, my buddy Tom, who's a little older than us, he's a huge Pixies guy. I don't hmm. have much of a file on, I don't either. on Pixies. I don't, I don't know. either. I, but I think, I it's think a, they were influential and kind of popular. But yeah, a little before. Maybe you should get tickets. Surprise them. Merriweather Post Pavilion. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, you, you don't have to go? Give him tell- tickets. Yeah, He'll come up with a couple tickets. The, the hey, one, I got you the, tickets. The one song. I don't, He's hooked you with a million rounds of free gold. I don't know much about the Pixies, but the, when the monkey, monkey's gone to heaven, is that Pixies? I mean, if you're saying so, I'm going to have to be forced to believe you because I don't know. This monkey's gone to heaven. You've heard that song. <laughs> Maybe I have. <laughs> Valdez, can you throw a little Pixies <laughs> monkey's gone to heaven? Maybe he can. I'm pretty sure that's the Pixies. Let me see if the Pixies won a Grammy as we open up the entertainment oh, page. I don't, think, I don't think they won one. <laughs> Very nice. Sponsored entertainment that's page. Sure. Thank you, Cakes. Yeah, Sponsored by my friends, BMW of Fairfax, who not only stand behind our military, but those who stand behind them. Maximize your military benefit with silly savings on most new BMW models, like the almost $7,000 off new 5 and 7 series sedans. Confirm your eligibility now at ID.me. Of course, talk to my guy, Mike Walker. Tell him your boy EB sent you. He'll hopefully set you up. It is it just an, the, all their vehicles are incredible. If you're into electric, they got all that options for you, too. Used all that drabby. You need to get hooked. Um, all right. So the Grammys were on last night. And I know one of my daughters, actually both my daughters were interested in watching. My one in... Uh, up in Ithaca, I she watched, was watching. I watched Zippy, but I did watch a little bit of. You like the red carpet? Red carpet. <laughs> Still love red carpet. And they had Miley all... looked ridiculous. She looked good. <laughs> yeah. She had a weird hair thing she was doing. The hair was a little weird, but the she body was barely looked wearing ridiculous. anything. Yeah. yeah, the body was tight. Yeah, way better than Taylor Swift. Body? <laughs> well, I just yeah, Taylor Swift's just. I mean, how tall is Taylor Swift? She's I would like say seven feet Miley's tall? sexier. I don't know how tall she is. No doubt. No, she's five eleven. 
I'm just uh, I'm out on Tay Tay. <laughs> well, you're just We're well aware. you wouldn't be out on Tay Tay if there if she wasn't <laughs> dating Kelsey. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little, it's the overexposure is a little much. I but, agree with that, though. But, I mean, God bless her. She's super talented. And she won, I think, her uh, 13th Grammy and her record fourth album of the year Grammy hmm. last night. Which one um, was that? Midnight's? I don't know. I, I think so, yeah. Miley won her first two Grammys. Joni Mitchell performed for the first time at 80 years old. Yeah. Wow. I actually did watch a little before I switched over to The Pickle. I watched um, Tracy Chapman perform Fast Car with uh, Luke Combs, and apparently, do you have some of it? Uh, Tracy Chapman is like very reclusive, doesn't perform a lot. Songs are 20 out of 10. It's so great. Smash a lot. only problem was it lasted forever. It's like the same riff over and over and over. People were going crazy. I thought she looked great too, by the way. She's well, she 59 sounds amazing. Years old. I don't care what she looks like. Her voice, like, there's no sweetener there. There's no, not no. studio doctor. It's just like, pure, she sounds like she's on a record. It's pure, raw yeah. Tracy Chapman. Yeah. But I thought she looked great. 59 years old. She looked great. Sounded great. Luke Combs, he looked kind of dumpy. <laughs> well, that's that's his brand, right? Yeah. He's a big dumpy. Are yeah. we going to play big the audio? So Jay-Z apparently is upset in some ways that Taylor Swift has won four albums of the year. Beyonce wins a million Grammys, but has never won I think she's album got 36 of the year. Grammys she's won, and she's never. Remember, Kanye went nutty the one time when Tay-Tay won yeah. album of the year. So I don't know. It I is guess... a little weird. You would think if you've won all these Grammys, you probably would have won album of the year. I mean, it's so subjective, but yeah, I mean, sure, I agree. And I don't really understand the difference. There's album of the year, song of the year. There's record of the year. Yeah. How is record of the year different than a song? I think song of the year is the songwriter. I think okay. album of the year is the performer. Sometimes so, it commingles. So okay. who won song of the year? Did you already uh, say that? I have the whole list. I think it was like from a soundtrack. I have or, the whole list. Oh, it was. Oh, it was Billie Eilish. What was I made for? Billy yeah, Eilish. So, album of the year was Midnight's Taylor Swift. Record of the year was Flowers. Song of the year, Billy Eilish. Best new artist, I don't believe it was Jelly Roll. No. It was some chick named Victoria Monet. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. I don't familiar. know about her. Uh, best pop vocal album, Taylor Swift. Miley again for best pop solo performance. You know, I'll just skip that. Let me see. Best rock performance, Boy Genius. Yeah, uh, I actually like them. I don't think I know. Don't know anything all, about Boy Genius. They're all group, or all girl band. Okay. Oh, is that right? Best yeah. rock album, This Is Why, Paramore. Uh, Paramore, best alternative music performance. So this would be right up your alley, Cakes. Best metal performance, <clears throat> Metallica. Very good. For the new uh, album, 72 Seasons. Does Paramore have your formula, the female singer, yes. male that's rock my, band? That's Haley my sweet Williams? spot. Is that her name? Haley, Haley, Haley Williams. Williams. My sweet spot is female lead singer, Male backing band. I can't. I can't resist Valdez. I don't know why. So there My you go. Thing. Um. I. You know what? I have to click on the website to go see the country winners. Uh, it, it's not on this link here. So, did you want to play Jay Z or no? We don't care. And Trevor Noah was. We the love host. y'all. Yeah. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's. Sub- Obviously, it's subjective because 
you know, it's music and it's opinion based, but you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Hmm. I mean, I understand the beef. Bitterness. I don't so know. she wins all the time for, like, song and record of the year, but doesn't win album of the year? I guess. I mean, maybe her albums were stinky and she just had one good song each time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not beef. sure. Where I the hell does she put? You know how you want to win one Emmy? When you win 39 Grammys, where the hell do you yeah, put do you all put of those? Well, you have, well they you got like if you have a grand piano, well, I would imagine, like. Room. You have a some, big silly trophy room. Some reason yeah. I would imagine, like, on a grand piano, you might have one or two. I just want one Emmy. <laughs> I guarantee you her trophy room is as big as your basement. <laughs> yeah. So there's plenty of it's room. It's extensive. Jay-Z's probably got a ton, too. I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah. Sick. Person of the year, John Bon Jovi. Why? <clears throat> Person of the year. I don't know. That's a weird, <laughs> that's a weird award. Um, Carl Weathers died. I know. I know. This, this is, and this is interesting because he's on the commercials for FanDuel with Gronkowski. Well, I think they've had the to commercials tweak now. Them. Yeah, it's terrible. Out of respect have. to the family, they, yeah, they yeah, said yeah. they're going to tweak the commercials. So there. he apparently died in his sleep. Yeah. Just, you know, still active. Unexpected. Still Sly did a video, and if you saw it, he talked about mm-hmm. how his day was rocked uh, hearing the news. I guess well, Apollo you... Creed was a perfect foil to Rocky. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the great characters. Yeah, an amazing he character. He was known for playing Apollo Creed in the first four Rocky movies. His other credits include Predator, great Happy Gilmore, Predator. Force 10 from Navarone. I've never heard of that. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, he played a bounty hunter on Star Wars, uh, The Mandalorian. That's correct. He appeared in Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Justice. Love Chicago. Yeah. Um, do you know how sad it was when Drago killed him in the ring? You know how much yeah, that was affected bitter. me? Like, yeah. Rocky, wouldn't th- Rocky wouldn't throw in the towel? Because he told him not he to. He told him, no matter what, don't throw in the towel. Don't throw the towel. He he's getting beaten senseless by this doped-up Russian. Right. Throw in the towel, Rocky. Yeah, but then, then you had the cool... Uh, scene where Rocky gets in his like Ferrari or Lamborghini and the music starts playing and he starts getting the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's a very good point. Such a great movie. And that gets him inspired to then yeah. fight Drago. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I did want to mention. That was the cheesiest of the Rocky movies, though. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah, it was good I think, cheesiness on a good level. Just that, like, at the end, like, all the Russians started rooting right, for Rocky. I know. Of course, that's not going to happen. They're fighting in Moscow. I'm sure they're going to start rooting for the Americans. Where, what's the. Um... What's that uh, actor's name? Play Drago again. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. He's he's not Russian. He's German, isn't he? I don't I'm think he's sure. German. I think oh, no, maybe he's Swedish. He's like Nordic. Yeah. He's Swedish. Yeah. yeah. I think he's battling like lung cancer. Yeah. I think he's had it for quite a while. Yeah. Um. So a couple other things I did want to bring up. If you noticed, all the celebrities that I, I only watched about twenty minutes. Then of course I had to watch what cakes. Pickle. You had to watch pickleball because <laughs> I had to watch McEnroe and Agassi play. I loved it. <laughs> The girls were all on a Zempic. Like Christina Aguilera, she was at her, like her age 17 weight. Okay. Um, obviously, Oprah. Right. Uh, they showed Kelly Clark. Like Didn't all we these talk women. about Aguilera? Is she the one that has Parkinson's or something? Parkinson's? No. The one is Celine Dion. She's no, no the one. I know her, but. Didn't we talk no, about. Yeah, you're, no, you're oh, thinking, no, I'm of, thinking of um, Applegate, maybe. Apple, Christina <laughs> yeah, Applegate. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's Celine got Dion MS. Have a, like a weird. She has okay. stiff MS. person syndrome. Stiff person syndrome, yeah. Yes. Or stiff. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Stiff, let me see. I think you're right. Stiff person syndrome, something like that. And she presented the award to Taylor. And remember, there were some there were some rumors that came out a few weeks ago that she was like wheelchair bound mm-hmm. and she couldn't 
and she wants to perform again, but she's got she's got an incurable disease. I think it's called stiff person syndrome, something like that. Um, but she was there, and she presented the award to Taylor Swift, and your girl Taylor Swift is so self-absorbed, she completely ignored Celine Dion, and she's being destroyed. <laughs> well, she should be. Well, she gave her no love whatsoever. You know there, a lot like- of times, like... Like the presenter will give you the word and they kiss each other. Yeah, yeah. And then they whisper a little sweet yeah, yeah, things yeah, to each other. No. Taylor was so caught up in her own moment with her little. Aaliyah. She just looked. She's not even looking at her. Watch this, Cakes. She gave her zippy. Yeah, look. She's got that big, dumb, open mouth. Smile. Oh, God. I don't like her. <laughs> look. Look. And look. She's not even looking at Celine Dion. Completely ignores her. She doesn't care about her. Yeah, she didn't give her much, <laughs> many attention dollars right there. Zippy. Now, afterwards, she did pose for a picture with her backstage yeah. to maybe make up for it. Um, but anyway. Yeah, she's caught up in the moment. Caught up in the moment, for sure. Uh, Pat Mahomes, not the only guy pulled over over the weekend cakes. My guy, Darius Rucker. And I saw oh, the mugshot. Yeah. He uh, was not smiling. He was not. He, he was looked, not smiling he looked, mugshot. He looked bad. Um, he he turned got busted up. for like a, a simple possession charge, right? Like he pro- had magic mushrooms. Oh, he did. He yeah. had weed. What is a magic mushroom? Drab, you're a resident it's like druggie. It's like a psychedelic. What is, a, what is a magic mushroom? I don't really know what that is. A pill. Psychedelic mushroom. It's a pill. Or mushroom. No, it's not a pill. No, it's, it's an a actual mushroom. mushroom. Shrooms. Yeah. Guys, it says magic mushroom pills. That's what it says well, here. I don't know what that oh, is. I don't know. <laughs> Never heard of that. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe the edit. Maybe whoever wrote this is clueless too. But well, maybe. I mean, I guess you can grind them up and put them in pills. I'm sure it works just the same, <clears throat> right? So apparently, he uh, t- he was actually arrested in February of last year. He was pulled over for expired tags. Mm. They smelled the weed because you can smell the weed from a mile away. It's yeah. heinous. Um, he denied it. Um, but then he handed them a marijuana blunt from his pocket. They searched the vehicle. They found a THC pen and 14 unmarked pills. See, this wouldn't have mm. happened if he had kept up with his tags. I, I still don't believe, like, I was behind somebody, like, just last week, whose tags said expires 621. 21. Wow. 21. How's it not been pulled We're over? 2024. That's like you're just begging to get pulled over. Like a cop, you just see that and you instantly pull over. I stole the car. I don't know. But aren't you going to... Like, get a fake tag and a fake sticker? I was bitter this morning. Some guy had his taillights did not work at all. I was so bad. He pulled out in front of me. I almost hit him. That's mega dangerous. Oh, my gosh. I hate that. I wanted to (laughs) scream. You think he doesn't know that the taillights are off? Probably doesn't know. A lot of times guys don't know. It's got to be a signal in your car, an alert. No. No? Okay. Certainly. Anyway, I was bitter. I wanted to scream at him. Change your effing lights. Maybe you're driving behind uh, Pat Mahomes Sr. He's back out on the road again. Almost hit the guy. Freaking menace. I just learned something. and Because I got the new car, I'm trying to figure out how things connect. Um, I never use Waze unless I use Waze, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But because of the program that I'm using in the car, the uh, whatever it is called, Mm -hmm. the Waze is always up even though there's no... Ma- there's no destination. Okay. And I just learned that even with a blank ways open, it does alert you to the um to the speed, the speed uh, traps. The speed and... traps. Yeah. That's, that's great. Good. I never knew. I just learned that today. Fantastic. And so I should never get another speed trap. I should never get another speed trap camera again. That's if you're paying attention. <laughs> well, no, it screams out at you. <laughs> yeah. It says speed trap right. ahead. Well, then you should never get another and one it, ever again. 
And I've never had my Waze up unless I use Waze. But right. now it just comes up automatically, even though I'm not using it. There you go. And so it's tracking for me. Correct. It's going to save right. me thousands. Yeah. If you're not paying the attention, you'll Dude, I realized today there's like four speed traps, like right around, like once you right get into D.C., mm-hmm. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea those cameras were there. Where, I know where the ones exactly? up in Connecticut by me, oh, okay. but I, they're like every 100 yards in this one section one of section. D.C. Yeah. Oh, you like, got to find an alternate route. I'll tell you what. I'm glad. Oh, just no, drive slow. I'm yeah. glad there's no speed cameras on the on 66 going out of the city because <laughs> I would get a ticket every single day. Yeah. How long was your commute on Friday? 35 minutes. There was no traffic. No, no. I mean bizarre, to get to right? the event. Yeah, 35 minutes. There was no traffic you made it on to the Bethesda in 35 minutes. <clears throat> Maybe sometimes 40. Sometimes there's no traffic there was, at that there time. Was, there was literally no traffic. I was now shocked. sometimes you're doomed. There was no up. red on the Google Maps. Zippy. I, Silly. It was all blue. I said, yeah. I'm shocked. I can't. Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard to predict. That's why you got his house. Story. By the way, when we pulled into the garage, <laughs> Drab and I went, met up at the parking kiosk to pay for our parking at the same time. It was like two, Very chim- confusing. It was like two chimpanzees stumbling upon like a laptop. Like they had never seen the technology. No, no, that before. that machine was confusing for some reason. It was reason. a little confusing. I didn't but pay. We were we were like cavemen trying to figure yeah. out how to start fire. Like it probably didn't need to pay. Very confusing. Yeah. Right. There's a uh, lot happening. I went in there. There was nobody at the gate. There was no ticket to be pulled. Yeah. I just parked. Yeah. There's just signs. And then saying, it said you didn't Friday see all the signs. I'm signs. just telling you. I got hooked. All right. Are we going to learn more about Cliff Kingsbury next? I guess so. Sam Fortier, who uh, writes for the Washington Post. Covered Cliff Kingsbury went back when he was at uh, Texas Tech in 2017. So we'll talk to Sam Fortier from the Washington Post next here on the. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Dan Quinn will be formally introduced later today as your commander's new head coach. And we've learned he's hired a new defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator. That's Cliff Kingsbury. Sam Fortier, who covers the commanders, the Washington Post, covered him 
back in Lubbock, Texas in 2017. So we wanted to get him on to learn a little bit more about Kingsbury, and he joins us now. What's up, Sam? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, so give us a scoop. I don't even know. Is that where you went to school? <laughs> no, no. I, I went to Syracuse, but uh, I was okay. working for The Ringer in, in 2017, ah, and gotcha. I was doing a story. Gotcha. I was actually doing a story on college football team chaplains. Uh, uh-huh. And kind of how that role was evolving. It was around when Dabo Sweeney was baptizing kids at practice. And I was kind of wondering about the role. Uh-huh. And, and so I went to Lubbock to do a story about that. Ended up also doing a story about Cliff because, uh, you know, I, I would be in the building and everybody would say, oh, Cliff gets here at 4 a.m. Cliff gets here at 4 a.m. He's always the first one in the building. And I was like, you know what? I'm here for a week. Like, let me see if he actually is. So a random day while I was there, I showed up and. 4.06 a.m., the, the white Escalade pulls into uh, the parking lot, and Cliff and I went in, and he got a workout in, and it was, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was a good time being around him. Sam, it seems like he's a guy that we would love. We hate meetings, and in your tweet, you said his staff meetings usually lasted between six and eight minutes. Like, he's all yeah, about the efficiency. Exactly. I mean, this is a guy who he believes in that Malcolm Gladwell thing, you know, the, the 10,000 hours of mastery. And so he would, you know, at least when I was there and, and I would, you know, walk by the office, he'd, he'd watch film three hours a day. And he, he was like, you know what, I, I got to communicate um, to my guys this message in, in a real succinct way. I remember I was in a team meeting once and he walked in and he was in there for, for like I said, six to eight minutes. And it was three positive clips showing, you know, people what they should do, three negative clips saying, hey, we got to clean this up, and then he was out. So uh, the, hopefully his press conferences aren't like that is all I'm saying. So when you look back at his sort of resume of quarterbacks that he's worked with, you can't deny it's pretty incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Case Keenum at Houston, Manziel, Caleb Williams, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, all those guys, like, that, that, they're, they're very impressive quarterbacks. And so I think that's the thing. You know, when I was in Lubbock, the thing was is that, you know, def- defensive players told me, oh, you know, we don't feel like the head coach is behind us. And that was something that Cliff was focused on. Hey, making sure the whole team knows he's behind them. But now, you know, he can be an offensive coordinator um, and, and really focus on, I think, doing what he loves, which is, you know, scheming up game plans, developing quarterbacks and, you know, we can get into, you know, some of the schematics of, of how he could do that. But I think this is really going to put him in a position to succeed, especially after having, you know, eight years of, of head coaching experience as well. Yeah. Do you think he's just one of these guys that falls into the category of really good offensive coordinator, probably not cut, not cut out to be an NFL head coach going forward? And it's, look, that's no slight. I mean, some guys are just like that, like Josh McDaniels, great offensive coordinator, bombed out as a head coach like he's not the only guy that kind of fits into that category do you see uh him as the same way Kingsbury yeah it, it's possible I mean I guess we'll find out this year right because this is going to be his first offensive coordinator job really since you know he he helped Manziel win the Heisman more than a decade ago so this is this is going to be I think a big test for him you know if you are devoting 100 percent of your time to to being an offensive coordinator to calling the plays you know I know he was was in USC last year but uh I think that's that's a huge uh, question mark I have, uh, especially, you know, with how this air raid scheme is, is going to look in, in the modern NFL because, you know, Greg Olson pointed out on Twitter um, a couple weeks ago, the quarterbacks who had success, who had a lot of success, young quarterbacks who had success this year, C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, those are guys in West Coast systems who get under center on early downs and that helps them throw the ball. 
Cliff Kingsbury has always been obviously an air raid guy, lots of shotgun. He, the lowest, you know, uh, percentage he ever had in a, a season in Arizona was 88% in shotgun, which is very wow. high. So I'm, I'm very curious how he's going to fit in his offensive system um, with the modern game with probably a young quarterback. It helps if it's a guy he knows in, in Caleb, but uh, I'm sure we won't talk about that until April. Well, you did point out in your article that you wrote with Nikki Javala in the Washington Post that he does call runs at a higher rate, a higher rate than Eric Bieniemy, right? Well, doesn't <laughs> yeah, everybody? Um, I was going to say that. I don't know if that is a uh, particularly notable. St- I mean, like, look, so just to put my nerd cap on for, for a second, basically in, in score neutral situations, when the clock is not, or the clock and the scoreboard aren't telling you you have to run or pass, uh, Kingsbury is about 56% pass, or he was, I should say, over his four years in Arizona. Last year, Eric Bieniemy was nearly 62%, which is like one of the highest rates we've seen in the non-Kansas City Chiefs category um, in a long time um, from teams. So Kingsbury still throws the ball a lot, don't get me wrong, but it's not as drastic as we saw last year. I would have thought it was higher than that. <laughs> Seemed like it was more than 62%. That's, uh, so I'm talking just in like score-neutral situations. Yeah, so if yeah. you're down by two touchdowns, it stops counting. Right, right. All right, so what's your overall thought on him as an OC here? I think it's going to be a good yeah, hire. I, 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 think, I think if he can show, hey, you know, I, I learned these things from, from my offense in Arizona. Um, I can make the tweaks to help this young quarterback, whether it be, you know, uh, more under center, more, um, you know, tools to, to develop him and give him easy answers on early downs. I, I think that is some of the things that would help us avoid seeing uh, the trajectory that Sam Howell went through last year. If he can, you know, come in and, and focus 100% of his energy on, on calling offensive plays, developing a quarterback, I think he could be a really good hire, particularly given his experience. And he's not going to be an offensive coordinator that is uh, necessarily trying to go be a head coach again right away, I think. Mm-hmm. Sam, do you have any insight or intel on why Kingsbury spurned the Raiders and wound up accepting the job from the commanders? I don't. I've seen the reports like you guys that the contract negotiations broke down, but I, I don't have insight on that, and I don't know that to be true. I just know that, uh, that you know, he, he was set to become the Raiders uh, OC and, and backed out. Hmm. So next year, do you think it's a possibility? I kind of threw this out earlier. Um, next year that, you know, whoever they draft, whether it's Caleb or Drake May or Daniels, uh, I would assume it's going to be one of those guys. But do you see a scenario where Sam Howell – might be the starting quarterback in the first month, five, six weeks, and then they kind of slowly work the rookie in? Or do you think whoever they draft is instantly inserted? That's, I mean, it's a tough question right now. But, yeah. I mean, I, I could see a it, – it's tough because whenever you take a guy that high, yeah. you want to start him right away. You want to maximize every bit of their rookie deal. You want to let them learn on the field. Um, but I will say this. Sam Howell played in an air raid offense at North Carolina. He's very familiar with a lot of the principles I think that Cliff Kingsbury is going to be bringing in. So the whole, oh, Sam's going to have to learn his his third offense in, in three years, I think actually is, is going to be really helped by the addition of Kingsbury because this is going to be things that he spent a lot of time in. So if Sam were to start, um, I, I think it would be, you know, you wouldn't have to worry as much, but I have a hard time seeing them take a guy – first, second, third, or whatever, uh, first or second, and and not have him start right away. Yeah. So where are you overall on what I've kind of dubbed the big three? Like, <clears throat> people were kind of meh on Quinn. Um, 
as a head guy, not the sexy hire, kind of a retread in many people's minds. But now adding Kingsbury and then him bringing, what is it, Witt? Witt. Yeah, Witt from Dallas. From Dallas who's, he's worked with for the last four years, which is kind of a double whammy, right? Because you take two coaches from Dallas' staff. you got to like that. Sort of as a big three overall, do you feel a little maybe better? I don't know if you felt bad, but you know, do you feel a little more confident maybe if you're a Commanders fan today than maybe you did last week? Yeah, I think that you can feel cautiously optimistic. I, I get the concerns. I, I don't think that Dan Quinn is, is Ron Rivera 2.0. I know that the fan base has been worried about that, but I, I don't see it that way. I think that particularly with Kingsbury and Quinn, you have a lot of experience. You have head coaching experience. And with Witt, I think one of the big things is he has expertise in the area of your defense that was the worst last season in the secondary, right? And so mm-hmm. if he can if he can bring in a good secondaries coach, if, if they can get – the back end right, um, I think that would go a long way toward helping this defense. And, and so I would say I, I, I get some of the concern, but I, I think that the moves that they've made so far um, should should give you cautious optimism. Sam, I, you know, I think that they're going to go quarterback early, obviously first round, uh, second round. I, I would think they would certainly address the offensive line. But via free agency, what are some of the positions – that you think they target in free agency as opposed to the draft? I would think maybe receiver, tight end could be a situation. Well, tight end, they could go draft uh, a tight end too. But I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on free agency? And they're going to have a lot of money to spend, right? This this roster is going to look totally different next year with all the money they're going to spend. And I'm sure some of the guys that are on the current roster will be gone too. But um, any thoughts on, on free agents, on, on what they're going to target, what positions they'll target? With the caveat that I haven't dug into the free agent class as much quite yet, uh, I would say what, what you said, I mean, offensive line, I think the, the receiver class is supposed to be pretty good. Um, I mean, this, this team has a, a ton of holes. I would say defensive back uh, is another one that they, they can go after. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious, are they going to franchise tag Cam Curl? Um, I mean, I think that's a, a situation worth monitoring. It would be a lot at, at like 17.2 million, I think is the projection. Wow. Um, but I mean, you know, if if you want to, you know, keep a defender like that, do you? I, I don't know. I mean, for continuity, it, it's there's a lot of moving pieces here. And now that we have an offensive coordinator and a head coach slash defensive coordinator with with a you know defined scheme, I think now you can kind of start going through those lists and saying, all right, who fits at what price? How are we going to juggle this thing? So it's it's a really it's an interesting question that that I'm looking forward to digging into here in in the coming weeks. All right, Sam, appreciate the time and insight. That's Sam Fortier from the Washington Post. Talk to you soon. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, pal. Hey, right now I'm going to hook up caller number 10 at 800-636-1067 with two tickets to go see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Freaks on Parade 2024 tour, Tuesday, September 10th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event information, visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. All you have to do, though, is be caller number 10, 800-636-1067. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. 
Chucky's coming to you live on 106. I'm the fan and the team 980. We just hooked up the 10th caller with some Rob Zombie tickets. Well, we told you before we had tickets to go see Pixies and Modest Mouse. Caller number 10 right now. We'll hook you up with two tickets to see Pixies and Modest Mouse with special guest Cat Power. Summer 2024, Friday, June 14th at Meriwether Post Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now for tickets and more event info. Visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. Sister Pixies, here comes your man. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. He's giving a thumbs yes. up. Yeah, here comes your man, Pixies. All right, mm. it's another popular song. You've heard this song before. Uh, Let me hear it. Crank it up. I'm not sure that I have. Really? Oh. This is a pretty popular song back in the late 80s. Not on my uh, cassette deck, yep. it wasn't. Not, <laughs> not at my house. Back in the HFS days. Hey, everybody had different tastes and music. What was your music up? show called, Jason, at Salisbury? So you had a you had a partner, right, that you DJed with? Yeah, Nikki. Um, I don't know if we actually had a name you for the show. You love playing Oingo Boingo. Cafe, I, I think we call it. Oh, the Salt, SSU Cafe. Oh, SSU Cafe, maybe. It's a good one. Dan Quinn yeah. probably listened. Sports rap was Dan the Dan Quinn was probably sitting show. by his radio listening yeah. to you guys spin tunes back in the 80s. I knew Dan Quinn before anybody in Washington knew him. Yes, you did. This guy knew him. Did you ever actually know him, or you just... Uh, we we like, we I don't know if maybe you went to the same bars. No, sometimes. we weren't friends. I'm just going to guess. Now, I don't he hung know out with this. a different crowd. I'm going to guess that the Salisbury Seagulls football team, like they would get after it. Probably oh. drink like kegs of, Probably, kegs of beer. Yeah. Who do they play? I have no idea. Like Guilford and. It's like a Div- Division three or Division yeah, two? Yeah, it was D3. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were actually pretty good my that year when he was a senior. My guess is they went leg- to the playoffs. Legendary drinkers. I would just, I'm just probably. Assuming. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know a lot of the football Most players. Likely. I knew more of the basketball players, but um in the pictures he, he did have the world's largest shoulder pads. Well, he's a big dude. I mean, he's, he's still a big dude. Yeah. But yeah, he I mean, he was a defensive lineman. By the way, the the pick of him coming off the video of him coming off the 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 private jet, yeah. it looked like the jet was too small. Like he just he had to come out of that tiny ass door. Yeah. Get down the steps. Yeah. It just looked like spring for a little bit bigger jet. <laughs> I mean, come on, like, put him on a bigger aircraft, please. Sure, now, it was sure, a nice ride. I'm sure it's worth millions of dollars, you know, yeah. a private jet. But it looked like kind of tiny. I didn't see him come out of the the uh, the, the, the commanders jet. put out a video on Instagram. Looked like he was traveling with his wife, and Peters yeah, was there with Peters his wife. Met him, I think, when he touched down. Mm-hmm. Do we know what time that was? I have, was the no, middle I have of the no night? clue. Couldn't tell you. So he's having his presser today at 2.30. That is correct. I wonder if, will Kingsbury also have a presser? You think he'll have I'm a presser? I'm going to guess they won't do it on the same day. No, no, Probably. not the same day. I don't day. think I'm they just, will. I don't, I don't know if they do pressers eh, for, not really. for coordinators. Will Biennemi have a bye-bye presser? Today, no. probably not. He could come on this show. I don't know. Bickle, Bickle would go if that was. <laughs> he actually had one. Yeah, you, sh- you know what? You should pay his plane fare out of DC. He can't leave town quick enough for me. <laughs> I want my freaking initials back. You got. I, I you like got him back. I didn't like it from day one, Cakes. You know, you got to protect your brand. Uh, that's certainly right. I mean, it's freaking if, ridiculous. If the Commanders hired a Coach Cakes. I'd be very upset. Right. <laughs> your brand is safe. I mean, I already have to battle with John Kime for that title. Like, right. So, and Jim Palmer, apparently. <laughs> Do we have the audio of what uh, Doug Williams said about the culture change with uh, Doc Walker? No, oh, he, he claimed, if we don't, don't have, have right? the audio, if, I can if you read. You can find it, find it. If not, you can't. It's fine. Yeah, no I big can deal. read you the quote. So, um, 
this is from Jake Russell's Twitter. But on Ron Rivera, this is what Doug Williams said. We had the last regime that said he changed the culture. Doc, you and I both know I don't feel no culture change, number one. Mm-hmm. The culture change comes when everybody's together and you find a way to win. That's culture. You can't go out of the way. We've gone out the last three years or so and say the culture's been changed. It has not been changed. Fortunately, I'm there. I've been in there. I don't say much, but I look and I listen. And ain't a whole lot of change. Mm. But I feel good about Dan Quinn. Let me say that. Because anybody who works here the next few years or so with Dan Quinn, anybody who played for Dan Quinn, I think they all would leave here saying the same thing. That the choice that we made is the best choice. And he's hmm. just crushing Ron on the way out. Kind of. <laughs> he, it, Doug seems like the ultimate team guy, though. Like, he's totally taking the team, to the team stance. stance. Yeah. 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 He's a... He's yeah. still getting paid by the team, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he probably will forever. <laughs> kind of like Wes Unsell Jr. Probably hey, get that, paid by well, the Wiz that's a great, It's a great gig if yeah, you get You one. wouldn't want somebody to just pay you forever? I didn't say it was bad. <laughs> I mean, I think it's incredible. Um, so you're saying you don't think Wes Unsell Jr. is doing much consulting with the current Wizard staff I mean, right I'm now? sure he's probably sitting in on some meetings, but his life's a hell of a lot easier right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a hell you, of a lot uh, less stressful. Not I'm overseeing. sure he's not that disappointed that he's coaching a 9-40 and 40 team. Yeah. Or not coaching a 9-40 team. I did see that Bradley Beal got a much warmer reception on his Capital One in return than John Wall did when he showed back up. Why? What happened when Wall showed up? Well, they, they, I can't remember. They didn't do like a tribute video or they anything. They did nothing? I, I mean, it was that bad of terms. Why? All because I, he did I, the gang signs in sure the one video. They were I'm, that pissed off. I'm 99 percent sure I was at the game because he, he came back with the Clippers. Correct? I believe mm-hmm. that's right. I know at some her, point, but that it, was it, his it, first return. It was. And they very, didn't do it. I think it was, we talked about the it. crowd. But didn't cheer they do it for him when he was like with Houston or those? Other I don't teams? think so. I think that it was pretty. They pretty much snubbed John Wall in his return, but Bradley got a nice video tribute. He, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledged the crowd. There was definitely a moment there. Definitely wasn't the same for John Wall. Mm. And then Bradley Beal went out and scorched the Wizards. I actually had more of a sort of connect, as a fan, more of a connection with Wall than I did Beal. I feel like I did, too. Almost Cause, everybody Because Wall was just more sort of emotionally involved. Yeah. Number one pick, jumped on the table. Beal became that eventually. I think they may have given Thomas Bryant more, more shine on his return <laughs> to Capital One Arena than they gave John Wall. Right. Well, I got to thank Jim Van Stone because he's hooking me up with some tickets to the uh, Warriors game. He's a good mm-hmm. man. I think when it's is that? Tuesday, February 27th. Going to take my nephews. Very oh, good. Bet the over. Um, bet the over. Yeah. Bet the over. Gonna he scored up. 60 the other night. There have been this and season. And they lost. Six guys already have scored over 60. I feel like course, there used to be a Jordan bit, though. Jordan used to score over 50 all the time and lose. Uh, 60 is the new 40. Yeah, like when guys too. used to score 40 points, you'd be like, man. Yeah, you know Charles Barkley scored forty points last night. It was amazing. Now you got to get the sixty to be noticed. Maybe even seventy, because there's been what three guys I think have scored seventy this year. Well, at least two. I'm what's who, the most? Am I missing the third? I think Carl Towns did it. Sub one. Like did, did Shaq ever have like eighty or Kobe have no, 81? Kobe at eighty one? Kobe, Kobe eighty one. Kobe's so number next, two right is now. Is the next one a hundred? Yeah, so it's eighty one. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Hmm. Luca scored seventy three. That's your boy. Kobe had in that game. Look at his shooting that night. Kobe had had, uh, double digit assists. Kobe uh, or Steph in that game against the Hawks had hit 22 shots. 
He actually and, and didn't have won't. many foul shots. That's the amazing thing about Seth Curry's, I mean, uh, Steph Curry's night. Yeah, he had six, but he had ten threes. Yeah. And, and they lost is, the game. Is their record terrible this year? They're trash? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Right. Um, Join the club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Join the Wizards what club. What are the Caps playing in? That's what you wanted, Kate. Caps play yeah. tomorrow, Montreal. I'm must not complaining. Win. I'm just saying. A, that's a must win for the Caps. I'm a little right worried now. about Koulibaly. Almost last Why? in the division. Because, all right. He he may turn out like. I thought he had a good game like two or three games he ago. Did. He, he got a couple nights ago. He got a start. Take a yeah. look at his last start against Phoenix. That's what well, pool was. I mean, out. He's a rookie, and again, he's, he's nineteen years old. All right, how like, many minutes did he play? I'm not going to bury twenty five. Huh? Twenty five minutes, zero points. All right, did he have any rebounds? Did he just, do anything? He, I mean, he he feels he like this shots? is a very like, early assessment. When I watch him, you know, he, he has no, attributes. He's he's most known for his defense, right? Um. He's got the super long arms and everything. He's athletic. He can knock down threes, but he just feels like a role player, glue player. It's mm. a little early. I feel like I feel early like on, early to like, make that call. Uh, for example, Brandon Miller, who was what the number two pick in the draft, maybe number yep. three yeah. pick in the yeah. draft. How's he doing? Like he's flash he sometimes. Balling? Yeah, yeah. Like usually you'll get like those, you know, couple thirty point games in there for future stars every once in a while, and they'll have plenty of duds. But usually, well, get like, like Jaden Ivey would have moments. Is he still having moments or not that often? Infrequent because they're he's so had, bad. He's well, they played last night. I don't know what he did last night, but he, uh, he he's having a better year this year. Yeah, but you yeah. have to remember, Kulabali never played at a high level. I mean, Giannis averaged six points and four rebounds his rookie year. Yeah, I think it's, it's too early. He's too young. Yeah, don't bury my guy, the guy that I discovered. Don't yeah. bury him. Guy. I just think you'd see more flash. So he's in, a foundational I mean, piece. In the last four games, Brandon Miller, 29, 21, 28, 35. He's balling. Uh, Ivy is hurt, apparently. No, what? no, he played last night. Thirty. He played 35. He had 18 in 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a Yeah, there you go. Stud. That said, I think he's the only piece that's going to be there in a couple of years. Koulibaly. And again, that's fine. That's, the, right. that's the plan. That's the way this is setting up. I mean, that doesn't hurt, right? You don't you don't care about anybody else. Yeah, he's not a number one pick. He's not a number two pick. They're eventually going to have a number one and a number two, and those are the guys who is, they expect to be the future stars. Is Johnny Davis still on the roster? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what a dud. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I called that. Yeah, you did. I called that right away. You did. The guy can't get on the court. Took one summer league game. All right, we got to get out of here. Be Mitch and Finley next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.